Everybody, welcome to Inside the Genie's Lamp podcast. If you are someone who has been on a constant roller coaster of losing weight, gaining it back, and the amount of frustration that comes with finding reliable health advice, this is the podcast for you. We are health and mindset specialists that want to coach you so fucking well that we not only help you achieve the physical results you're after, but help improve your relationship with your food, your body, and yourself from a mental and emotional standpoint so that we can become completely redundant to you. Yes, you heard that right. We coach our clients to make us redundant. Thank you so much for listening in. Your support means the absolute world to us. Without further delay, let's jump into your episode of Inside the Genie's Lamp. Everybody, welcome back to Inside the Genie's Lamp. Now, this one is coming straight out of the Discord community. So if you're not in there, hurry up, comment on any posts, more than likely the one that you're already seeing for this. The word Discord and I will DM you a link slash my automated bot will DM you a link to be able to get into the Discord channel. No fees, no nothing. Just get in there and participate and get the most out of the fitness genie. Um, so this is one from the Discord community that I'm having to click back into because that's how good I am. Um, where is it? How to avoid, oh my God, how to avoid or prevent an all or nothing mindset. So this is shit that I talk about all the time in terms of getting away from the all or nothing mindset. It's very different of getting away from the all or nothing mindset and then avoiding it and preventing it. Because when you're already in it, it's very hard and we have to figure out where you're at, what we do and how we move forward from that. The principles of it are going to remain roughly the same um, because it is getting into a little bit of a trial and error point of, okay, I'm just going to have to do this new thing, see if it works and see if I enjoy it and see if I feel like I can sustain it. If I can, fantastic. Go from there, do all of that. But in terms of how to avoid or prevent an all or nothing mindset, I have jotted down one, two, three, four things that I'm going to quickly run over today that hopefully will be able to get you away or prevent the all or nothing mindset. Because I know about 90% of people are like, yeah, I've done 800 and 1200 calorie diets. And if I do more than that and I don't lose a kilo a week, I feel like I'm failing. Because first thing, that is all the marketing that you have seen before. If you lose, fun fact for you, if you lose on average 700 grams or more per week, you are at risk of burning and losing muscle or catabolizing muscle as well. That is general rule of thumb on average. It does not mean that that's the same for everybody, but typically above that, it's like, uh, hey, you might start risking uh, muscle loss as well um, from being in such a aggressive deficit. But what that actual number is or in terms of calorie deficits or maintenance or anything, it changes all the time and it's very hard to say, but that is the typical average rule of thumb. I pretty much just say 800 grams and higher, um, but it does can start from 700 grams. Anyway, um, that's why I like to go for 500 grams because it means that we're hopefully maintaining a lot of muscle, but losing a lot of fat. Fun fact for you. So the first thing I'm going to talk about, I have my little post-it notes right here while I'm sitting in my avocuri, ava avocuri. That's what I'm doing. Um, the number one thing is start slow. Sounds very, uh, sounds very intuitive, but people fucking hate starting slow. Same thing I just said, all of the marketing from fitness programs, eight, 12 week smash diets or F45, we always have fun with them, um, that are the before and afters. Hey, this person just so happened to lose 11 kilos in 10 weeks. Oh my God, look how amazing and healthy they feel and all of these things. And you know, people may be able to lose that much because it does depend on your body fat percentage in terms of how much you're how much fat can enter your bloodstream that you can eventually burn off. Um, your body fat percentage can dictate that. So it will present a particular amount or a certain amount of fat for you to be able to oxidize so that you can essentially just burn that fat per day, per week. 
Um, starting slow. If you are someone who does the all or nothing, or I feel like you're listening to this, so you probably would be, take a look at everything that you're doing in terms of when you want to lose weight. Cut that in half. For example, most people when they want to start weight, wow, most people when they want to start losing weight, there we go, they typically get to the idea of, I have to lose a kilo a week, I have to prep all my meals, I have to go to the gym five days a week. It is that all part of the all or nothing. So I'm trying to find somewhere where we live in the gray area. It's not black or white, it's gray. So then we can experience both worlds. And that's what we want. So in terms of starting slow, I cannot tell you the amount of questionnaires that I get from people when they sign up to the Unfuck Yourself program. And in that questionnaire, it says, how many days per week would you like us to program for you at the gym? And I cannot tell you. It's either three to five or three to four. Because people are like, I've, I want to do five and six but I feel like he's going to say that's wrong. So I'm just going to put three to five. I always go back to the person and say, hey, is it realistic that you can get to the gym five days a week? If I give you five one hour sessions per week, will you consistently get there every single uh, every single session? My God. Usually the answer comes back and goes, no, I just feel like that's what I should be doing. It's like, cool. Move away from shoulds. Fuck them off. I'm going to circle back on that. But how many days can you realistically move your body? Is it four? Uh, you know, I know that I'll definitely get three and four is maybe a bonus on the weekend for this and that. I go, cool, I'm going to program you for three because you said that is a definite and I like definites when it comes to being able to move us forward. So definitely get to the gym three days a week. If you don't, who fucking cares? You aimed for three, you maybe got two. That means next week, hey, you only need to add in one more extra session and then you've got three days per week. Holy shit, look at us go, kicking goals. So start slow. What is realistic for you next week to be able to focus on? Because in terms of things that you have done in the past of losing weight, all or nothing. That's what they have been. Usually 90 plus percent of people that are signing up, they've done that. So when you want to start losing weight sustainably, take a look at your old belief systems or thought patterns in terms of what you feel that you should be doing. This is now getting into the other one that I have marked down of, uh, is it an old belief? Um, when you go to lose weight, and especially if you're trying to do that sustainably, take a look at the decisions that you're making and the plans that you are making. Are they coming from a place of where you realistically are right now? Or are they coming from where you were and that's what you feel that you should be doing based on everything that you have previously done. Even though everything you have previously done has fucking blown up in our face and it has ultimately not ended up working and that is why you are trying to do something different to lose weight sustainably this time. That was a lot of words. <laughs> so, is it an old belief system? Is this just what you feel like you should be doing or is it realistically what you actually want to be doing right now? Because they are going to conflict all the time and it is so annoying. It even happens for myself. I'm not fucking perfect. I do this job because I'm broken. So, and getting better and fixing myself. Yay. So one of the things to look at is, is it an old belief system? Is it an old thought pattern? Is it what you feel that you should be doing? And if it is, go against the grain and do what you, do what you know. You know you can get to the gym three days per week, but you feel, my camera is freezing all the time. And it's pissing me off. If you know that you can get to the gym three days per week, do that. Start there. Start slower because you know that it's a definite. If you want or if you feel that you should be going to the gym five days per week, 
what we're going to do for that is instead, hmm, that's probably what I feel like I should be doing based on stuff that I've done previously. I think that's what I used to believe, but I don't want to believe that anymore. So I'm going to start with three and see how I feel. Then we start doing that. And then when three days per week starts to become a lot more natural and it starts to become an actual habit of you showing up, do you want to add in a fourth day? And if you do, fuck yeah. Add that in, figure out what you can do, plan around it, and then all of a sudden you go into the gym four days per week. And if you do that, and that is the ultimate fucking Willy Wonka golden ticket, that's what you want, then that's what we're going to be doing. We're going to be going four days per week, and we can even stay there. If you want to add in more for a bonus, and you can absolutely do that because you're just feeling it, but it doesn't have to be the expectation that you must get or build up to five to six days per week. You do not have to. I have managed to maintain my weight. Obviously, I'm me as the fitness professional. I have a lot more context than most average people do when it comes to losing weight and sustaining it. Is I've managed to maintain my weight for a solid year and a bit without tracking calories. It's usually because I don't snack. I have my main meals and then I'm like, yeah, sweet. Plus, I go to the gym three, four days a week. I know that I can get there minimum three, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And then Thursday, Friday, Saturday is pretty much just pick whatever day is going to work best for me. And I'm going to do that. Whatever works out best. If I get another one in, fantastic. Who cares? I'm obviously feeling it that week. So I'm going to let myself do it. I ebb and flow a minimum of three, usually ends up being four, but a minimum of three. And if I want more from there, then I keep going for more from there. I just show up to the gym and go, what doesn't fucking hurt? And then I just build a program out of that on the fly. I just go, oh, I'll do a bit of this. I'll do a bit of that. But the intensity and the intention of that focus is, oh, sorry, of that gym session is these muscles are not sore. So I'm going to smash them. And then I smash those muscles and go through a normal program of just picking random exercises and stuff and being like, yeah, I want to work my quads. Yeah, I'll do my glutes. Yeah, I'll do this. It doesn't have to be a perfect upper body or a perfect pull or a perfect abs and shoulders or whatever it's going to be. It's none of that shit for me personally. It's just at the moment showing up upper body or lower body, lower body. Cool. Let's do that. Sometimes I even get to the gym and I go, "Ah, I feel like doing shoulders and yeah, fuck it. I'll do some quads. It doesn't have to be that. It doesn't have to be super templated or anything. It can just be go there and see how you feel. So that's mine. Um, But yeah, starting slow. If you start slow, you're more than likely going to create a habit out of it. And then when you stop doing it, you're probably going to end up missing it for when you do stop doing it. That is telling us that we are on the right path to be able to create those healthy habits that a lot of people are after. Um, Let me tick these off as I go along. Start slow. I feel like we nailed that. If you have questions on any of these, of course, either comment on any Instagram thing or again, get into the Discord community so you can ask questions and say, hey, at this random time, the fuck? Or if you want to and you are listening on Spotify, I just figured this out. If you are listening on Spotify, what you can do as well is when you are listening, you can hit share and it will have like a 16 minute 41 marker from there. And you can share that actual timestamp so that when you share it, it comes up and you can ask a question in there. And then obviously I'll see it because you're tagging me on Instagram. Make sure you tag me. But then what I can do is actually respond to your question from that Instagram story. And then I can just be like, oh, hey, yeah, it was actually this and do that fun stuff. But I heavily would recommend getting into the Discord community because that's where we're going to start engaging a shitload more because community is everything for us at the moment. And that's what we're trying to, that's what we're trying to breed. So that's what we're going for. Um, We're not trying to breed a community. Jesus, that would be fucking terrifying. That's what cults have started. That's how cults have started. My God, I'm on the ball today. Um, Is it an old belief system? Let's run through that. I feel like I already touched on that pretty well. Um, 
But what do you want is the biggest question. That's pretty much it. What's your purpose? Why do you want to do it? And people through the entire six months, I have a client at the moment who's about 10 weeks in, every week we have gone back and said, why did you sign up? Why do you want to do this? What are you really here for? We've gone back and asked those questions every single week because at the end of the week or when something doesn't go right, old belief systems and thought patterns come in and old habits want to take over. To be able to get us to do the thing that we're used to doing, which is comfortable, doesn't mean it's healthy or sustainable or the thing that we actually want to do. It's just comfortable. And we all know how fucked it is living in that comfortable state. Obviously, you've done heaps of programs before that have been the crash diets and you're comfortable in doing them to go from the all or nothing. Even though they fucking suck, you're comfortable doing them. And something that sucks but is comfortable is better than something that is uncomfortable and might be a little bit better because it's uncomfortable. So that's why we don't do it. Um, obviously, we're going to have to push you to get out of that comfort zone a little bit. We're going to have to give you a 50-50 what you want versus what you need. So it's not all terrible and all uncomfortable. Um, but we're revisiting for this client. We're revisiting that. Why did we sign up? What do you want from the program? What are the results that you're after? Why? Like, what is your purpose? All of those things. And purpose in this sense doesn't have to be, I want to be in five years time. I want to be meditating on a beach and doing all this stuff. If you want to do that, by all means, keep going for it. It doesn't have to be a massively spiritual journey. If it is for you, then fucking fantastic. But if it's not, I'm talking about the people who are getting started, who have the all or nothing and really just want a fucking first step forward. We don't need a five year plan, a 12 month plan, anything like that. Your purpose in this sense could be, I just want to learn how to not feel shit. It could be that. It could be that simple. And everything that you've done has led you to this moment where you feel shit. So when that comfortable shit decision habits old belief systems, thought patterns, those fun things. When they start emerging, we have to make them aware and say, oh, hang on a minute. Do I actually believe that? Is that something I really want to do? Does this, quote unquote, does this align with the purpose that I want or the purpose that I have? If you start taking action in alignment with your goals and your purpose and things that you're actually wanting, yes, it will be a little bit uncomfortable, but that is exactly what we're here for. And the biggest thing that I can say for this is, or for this, for the Unfuck Yourself program that a lot of people end up going through is they eventually look back and go, oh my God, I didn't realize how much I'd changed. Because all we're doing through the majority of this is, hey, when those old belief systems, thought patterns, fun stuff pop up, write it down, get it to me, or put it somewhere on your phone, make it visible so that we can actually talk about it bring some awareness to it, and we can actually work through it together to figure out why is it there? Do we actually believe it? If not, do you want to put something else in there? And if you do believe it, what do you believe that would have to be true for you to believe that? I know that's a weird sentence, but for example, if you believe that you are a failure, what would you have to believe to be true for you to be a failure? What would the circumstance around you being a failure have to be? Because you would obviously have to believe that circumstance. It's very hard to just go, I'm a failure. Why? Ah, just because. It's like, okay, but what, like, tell me, tell me, what do you believe that makes you a failure? And then we start getting to the things that are actually causing the symptom of feeling like a failure. And that's a whole thing that we're talking about in terms of weight loss. Weight loss is a symptom. We are here to be able to fuck off the root causes of the problem that is causing weight gain. 
That's really why we're here. That's everything about our program and what we do is getting rid of the deeper root cause so that you can finally lose weight and keep it off forever. Doing that flies in the very face of those crash diets and losing weight as quick as you can because if you want to keep weight off, guess what? Everything you've done in the past where you've done eight to 1200 calorie diets, you've felt like shit doing them. So when you're signing up to the Unfuck Yourself program and you want to feel amazing, guess what? We're not going to do the same things that you've already done because they've led you to be here to want to sign up to not feel like shit. So we are going to do things that directly oppose that. Yes, it's going to be uncomfortable, but it is exactly what you are paying us for and why you are here and why you are following and invested into yourself to change your fucking life. That is what we are here to do. And it starts with belief systems, thought patterns, and fucking off the old you, allowing yourself to have permission to let go of the old you and step into the new version of you. If it is a massively spiritual thing for you to be able to do that, to move into being someone else, fan-fucking-tastic. We love that. If it is as simple as what happened for me was, I'm just going to do these things because I'm fucking sick of feeling this way, then do that. It doesn't matter how it happens. All we're wanting is action that aligns with purpose. That's it. But what happens most of the time is when those old patterns start to come in, all of a sudden we're taking action against stuff that doesn't align with our purpose. That's where people get shitty. That's where people spiral. That's where all of these negative things come in, especially when you start to under-consume or over-consume calories. It's like, oh my God, uh, let's go with under-eating. If it is the under-eating and you're looking at all of that and you go, oh my God, I'm under-eating. Why am I not losing weight? Because we need to be able to insert metabolic adaptation response. We need to be able to prime our muscles, fuel our muscles, make sure we don't feel like shit. We can function in other areas of our life, which is going to increase energy expenditure, which means we're going to adapt to that, which means over time we're going to end up being in a calorie deficit and losing weight by gaining muscle, losing fat. Boom. That is your body composition change right there. That is explained. When it comes to emotional responses, when we get those and we fuck those off and put new ones in, all of a sudden when you go out and go over your calories because you didn't track, you don't have this massive thing of, oh, I'll start again on Monday. Oh, fuck it. I've already screwed up this one. It's not perfect anymore. I might as well go all in. That doesn't matter anymore. All of a sudden it's like, okay, cool. And then we start again the next day. Or the next available meal, we just go, it's going to get back on track. You know what? I'm actually not feeling what I had initially planned for dinner because it was a big dinner because I went out for lunch. I'm just going to have half of that instead and then have the other half as a snack or maybe like a light lunch for tomorrow. We can make those adjustments as we go through. But moving through those old thought patterns, make them aware. Do we actually believe it? Do we want to take action on that old pattern? Or do you want to move forward and be a better person? It's more than likely that second one, right? I'm fucking on fire today. Um, is this healthy? Let's go through that. This one should be rather quick. Um, is this healthy? <laughs> That's it. That's the question. Ask yourself that and you'll be fine. Um, all the things that you're doing, this somewhat falls into the category of, Ooh, my face exploded again. This somewhat falls into the category of, do you believe that you are doing the right thing? in terms of the purpose and goals that you're here for. Again, alignment with purpose, take action on that, you'll be sweet. The things that you're doing in terms of the old belief patterns is what you're doing healthy. And healthy is subjective to you. Do you think it is going to be sustainable? Do you think it's going to be healthy? Does it align with my purpose? And this is where it's just rechecking your goals and the action that you're taking. It's just, hmm, checking the old belief systems again. Yeah, I think it's an old belief system. Okay. Is it healthy? Because sometimes, very fucking rarely, but sometimes there can be an old belief system in there that is actually there to protect you. And we can rely on that every so often when it's like, hey, maybe you should pull out of this. We love that. But when it comes to, is this health? <clears throat> oh my God. Is it comes, Jesus Christ. 
Learn to speak, Travis. Let's start again. Is this healthy? There we go. We're getting there. We are learning, everybody. Look at us go. Um, is this healthy? When we start to look at that, we can actually separate our belief systems from ourselves and we can actually just take an objective look at it and go, oh, fuck, I'm eating 800 calories. Is that healthy? Oh, probably not. It's like, okay, what do we do from there? I'm eating 1200 calories. Is that healthy? Well, it's better than 800, but what can we do from there to make it better? And when you start looking at, is this healthy? Obviously it's, is this healthy for you and something that you want to be doing? Then we can just look at that and change our actions from there. Because when I look at healthy, I also look at sustainable, but most people, bonus questions, most people get caught up in, is this healthy? That question itself usually gets flipped around immediately into, is this low calorie? Be careful of that. Is this healthy? Is this going to nourish me? Is this going to fuel me? Is this going to make me not feel like shit? Is it going to give my brain and body and muscles the energy that it needs to be able to get through the day or maybe even feel better for the entire week? We, oh, it's cracked my neck. Don't know if you heard that. Um, a lot of people go, is this healthy? It typically gets flipped into, is this low calorie? And I don't want you to think about it being as low calorie as possible because then that's not healthy. So health for you, I would heavily invite you because it is a subjective thing based on where someone is and what is the next healthy step i would ask yourself do you know what healthy is for you and if not write that down figure out what it is and then ask yourself and if you want some questions or some back and forth again go to the discord community and we can help you out in there um but is this healthy for you if not you can change your actions and go from there the last one we're flying through this the last one how can i get out that is a big one what is your exit strategy for whatever it is that you are doing? If we look at the all or nothing, and if you go five days a week or six days a week at the gym, if you do 1200 calorie meal preps, if you do the all in approach of losing weight as quick as you can, or even just like, I'm all in and doing all of this because I wanna feel healthy, but you actually end up focusing on the scales way too much. Anyway, if you start doing all of that, what's your exit strategy? How can you get out of it? A lot of people don't have an exit strategy. It's either on or off, all or nothing. But if there's something in the middle, normally you have an exit strategy from there, something called a diet break or a reverse diet. That's where you intentionally add calories and go to a maintenance phase so that you can obviously build and repair the muscle and the processes, particularly the cognitive functioning of what your brain and body is needing. Because if your brain takes about, I think minimum 300 or maybe around 350 calories per day. And for example, if you're on 1200 calories and 350 of that is going towards your brain just being able to fucking function that leaves you with this is ironic <laughs> 1200 minus 350 850 that leaves you with 850 calories first off to power your lungs your heart your fucking everything that you don't think about involuntary muscles and processes that are happening within your body as well as you contracting your muscles like i'm doing a lot of hand motions at the moment Every time I move my hands or move my mouth, that is a voluntary contraction of muscles, which requires energy. Moving, getting your steps, talking, fidgeting at the desk, all of that shit comes from having calories and it comes from energy. That's why when people usually go over their calories on the weekend, on the Monday, they feel really energized and they start fidgeting. They start to get a little bit more thirsty. They start to have more energy. They start to just be themselves, but almost as if they're overloaded and operating at 105% and 
and that 5% has to go somewhere. So we start fidgeting, we start talking a lot more, we start thinking a lot more because we have the energy to be able to do that and function. That's also why I like conservative deficits for people that have a lot of weight to lose. People that are trying to lose like five kilos or something, yeah, you could probably get away in doing that really quickly if you want to and if you believe so. If not, you can take your time with it as well. I just know myself very well to say, plus obviously I have a lot more knowledge than I'm willing to bet most people have in terms of listening to this podcast. It's a lot easier for me to be able to say, I know what I can do for four weeks. I have my exit strategy. I know how to get out of it. And I know exactly how to adjust my calories, macros and all of that fun stuff. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm very fortunate in that way. I'm not gonna say lucky because I fucking worked for it, but I am very fortunate in that, in that way. Um, so yeah, what is your exit strategy? If you do the all... Uh, Wow, if you do the all-in approach, what does it look like instead of going all out? What does it look like from going all-in to kind of in to, I want to relax here, I just want to chill. What does that look like? If you don't know what it looks like, explore that. What would the middle part of all-in, middle, all-out, what would that middle sort of look like? How would you get out of where you are? If you go to the gym five, six days a week, the next thing from there, if you want to keep the habit of going to the gym five, six days a week, you can boil down the volume of the workouts that you were doing. Instead of doing three, four sets, you can do two sets. Instead of doing 12 reps, you can do six reps. You can boil down the intensity. So for example, you can still show up to the gym five, six days a week if you want to keep that habit going and you love the space. Instead of doing a 90 minute gym session, you can do a one hour gym session. You can do a 45 minute session. You can boil down the time that you're there. You can boil down the weights that you're lifting. That would be a um, a deload. There we go. That would be considered a deload, meaning you're still there to give your body the movement and uh, stimulus that it needs in order to adapt to this thing. However, you're not completely smashing your body with muscles so that the, to the point where they're breaking down so much that they require so much more energy and nutrients to be able to then get built and repair. So having that deload allows your body to just sort of catch up to the nutrients that you're having. Or if you want to do the same thing, but instead of going five, six days a week, you can boil it down to three to four days per week. Completely up to you. How do you boil down that intensity from the gym if you're all in? What's the middle part of that? What is the slowed down version of that? Have an exit strategy for it. Um, in terms of nutrition, if you're all in on that, if you're meal prepping every single day, if you're on 1200 calories, nutrition has a lot more flexibility in terms of all-in approaches because I can fucking assure you I have seen it all and eventually when I say that I've seen it all something else fucking comes along and it does my head in and it makes me cry because people are like hey Trav what about this and I'm like what about it fuck it off put it in the bin <laughs> it's not my program <laughs> it's not gonna change your life is it Sheila <laughs> oh my international listeners are like wow he got so Australian real quick <laughs> Anyway, fucking oath. Um, yeah. My God, forgot where I was. I went full Sheila on that one. <laughs> the exit strategy or how can I get out in terms of nutrition? Again, ask yourself that same question. If you're all in, what is the middle sort of gray area that you can exist in? If it goes from, for example, breakfast, lunch, dinner, every single day of the week, that's three meals, seven times uh, per week. That's 21 meals. If you're prepping 21 meals per week, can you just prep the meals for Monday through Friday? Can you be a little bit more lax on the weekends? That doesn't mean over restrict during the week and then binge on the weekends. It means, can you give yourself without tracking the flexibility on the weekend or the trust of yourself on the weekend to be able to slowly move away from that? 
do you do exactly what you're doing, but without tracking? So then that way, when you want a snack here or there, you can do that. Meaning obviously the calories are gonna bump up a little bit. doesn't mean you go all out with it, but is that something that you can do? So what is the exit strategy from what you're doing if you are all in? Because I'm not sure if you have picked up on the theme of all of this as I just draw on my desk because I slip on the post-it note. Not sure if you've picked up the theme of this, but all in, black and white. All or nothing is black and white. And the questions that I'm asking are trying to get you to exist somewhere or create a potential possibility of being in the gray area. So if you can come up with what that gray area looks like for you, and if you can make, make that happen, then instead of going all or nothing, all of a sudden you're creating situations and circumstances and events in your head to be, oh, I could probably, I could probably do what's in this gray area. I could probably just get away with four days at the gym instead of five or six. I feel like that's realistic for me right now. You can do that when it comes to the nutrition. Yeah, I'm going to meal prep all my meals, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to calorie count as hard as I was because you know what? Three o'clock, uh, I do need that little bit of a pick-me-up. So I'm going to have a protein bar, a protein shake, or whatever sort of, you're going to have a fucking slice of carrot cake. I don't give a fuck. You can have something there as a snack to just keep doing that. The easiest thing to do is if you are doing all of this and you want to trial and error all of it, trial and error is the best thing in the fucking world because all of a sudden it takes you from a, you must do this to get this result to a curiosity standpoint. There's no right or wrong outcome because you're trialing it to see, oh, does this lead to where I want it to go? Does it? No, it didn't. Okay, cool. Well, what can I do to be able to change that? There's no, oh my God, I completely fucking failed in doing that. No, we were trialing it. That is the point of it. And if it, if it quote unquote fails from there, we can go, oh, okay, well, why didn't that happen? It's curiosity instead of expectations. And that's what we want to lead with. So all of this is just creating a circumstance or a situation where you, you exist in the gray zone. And that gray zone is usually pretty damn good for maintaining weight, meaning your weight is not going to go back up. Um, and then also it's a lot easier to be able to force the issue from the gray zone and say, Hey, do these one or two things, maybe just a little bit more, a little bit more intense and the weight loss will happen instead of saying, Hey, go all the way, fucking 100%, go all the way in, do that. And then when you want to come out of it, not a fucking no, figure it out. That's, that's for you. You're not paying me, figure it out. That's what most coaches end up doing. Um, but not us, obviously we're still in contact with people that are have finished up their program and we're still helping them through discord messages and in the discord community so yeah i cannot cannot fucking stress enough that people watching this are just like wow he disappeared off camera um cannot stress enough how useful the discord community is going to be and going to well going to become in the very near future we have we will be running everything through that in terms of discounts offers uh, codes for everything, podcast questions, community programs, everything that we are building out for the Fitness Genie is going directly through Discord. So if you want to be a part of that and help develop some programs, or you're like, hey, I want to do the transformation program, but I can't afford that at the moment. Wouldn't it be cool if there was a program that did this, this, this for these specific things? And we can go, fuck, that's actually a really good idea. And we can build a program out specifically for you or we can just say hey we can actually help you with that particular question right now uh do you want to jump on the phone for like 20 minutes and i'll fucking fix it for you the discord community is where it's at so if you are seeing any of this on instagram you can comment the word discord and we will send you a link to get involved otherwise you can go through the instagram bio link is in there or just fucking dm me and say hey trav 
uh, stop swearing so much, and also can you please send me the link for the Discord, and I can absolutely do one of those things for you. So, yeah. I hope that was pretty helpful in terms of how to avoid or prevent an all-or-nothing mindset. If you have follow-up questions for it, please let me know because I will gladly keep following up with this and keep doing these topics because at this point it is just me rattling off and speaking on a longer form of content. There we go. And answering community questions. So if you want to get involved, Discord community. Otherwise, any questions, DM me, let me know, and I will see you in the next one.